What kind of a person starts a podcast after a global pandemic and while we're in a healthcare crisis? Well, do you think you have what it takes to be a good manager? What about a good leader? What about both? In this series, we're going to talk about the post-pandemic leadership and management in the frontline healthcare setting. Thanks for joining us on the Frontline Healthcare Leadership Podcast, a place to learn, grow, and become a great leader in an ever-changing healthcare environment. I am Stephen, and I'll be your host as we discuss leadership and healthcare during this podcast. today's episode. Uh, we've got some questions submitted by a, a friend named Jenny. Uh, so I posted on Facebook uh, that I was starting a healthcare podcast and I had a few people um, chime in on some topics that they wanted to hear um, specifically related to leadership and healthcare and uh, retention, recruitment, um, you know, listen to actually hear a person and not just respond, which is really big. That's a really good one I'm going to do later. Um, so, uh, I'm starting off with the first one. I got my friend, Jenny, she's going to answer, ask a few questions, um, just to kind of give me some, uh, direction on what we wanted to go. This was one of the seven, six, seven things that she posted on my Facebook page so that she gave me a list of things to talk about. So, uh, with her help, I am going to answer those questions and hopefully we'll be able to give some people some, uh, direction and hopefully I'm here to help you. So thanks for listening. Here we go. Stephen, my name is Jenny, and I was curious, how did COVID affect the healthcare community and specifically within the workplace? Well, as we know, the pandemic affected all areas of healthcare, whether it was inpatient, outpatient, um, clinical, non-clinical, all of our um, daily operations were halted and changed uh, in a very short amount of time. Um, you know, if we think about it, the first signs of the pandemic was around November, December, and and by March, we were uh, shutting things down. Uh, there were, you know, all of a sudden, overnight, the entire system went uh, to a standstill and was only emergency services that were being provided. And we all, as healthcare providers, had to figure out how we were going to take care of people and how to, you know, survive this thing. So it affected the entire community. There was not an aspect that wasn't affected. Uh, how did it affect specifically the workplace? Um, now, I'm not a clinical person that can diagnose this kind of stuff, but it almost gave us everyone a slight case of PTSD. Um, COVID uh, brought up uncertain times uncertain feelings, we were all uncertain of the future. And even within imaging, which is my field, we were uncertain of what's going to happen next. Who's going to get, who's going to get paid? Who's not going to get paid? What, how do we, how do we get through this? Um, does this person have COVID? Is this somebody that's coming in for a cough? Is it a cough or is it COVID? And precautions with that. So it, 
it affected the workplace because all of a sudden we were now on the forefront of an actual pandemic where it you think about how things could kill you, how if you get something and, you know, a disease or something like that. But this somehow made it more real. And there's a ton of emotions and thoughts behind this, so we can dive into deep we can dive deeper into that later. So but generally speaking, fear, anxiety, uncertainty were the main um, drivers in the workplace at this time. And knowing that you are in a position of leadership, how did it directly affect you, Stephen? And what are your views on how things went and how things are going now? Well, this one is one that hits close to heart here. Um, as a leader, it is my responsibility to take care of my team. I strongly believe that a good leader not only looks out for the business and the um, financial revenue aspects of it, um, the safety aspects of it, but it's also the people that are there. And uh, COVID really shut down outpatient imaging for my department. And so how did it affect me as a leader? I went into overdrive to make sure that my team was taken care of and that we had, if it wasn't a full game plan, at least it was the next two hours game plan so that people can have some sort of reassurance that we're going to make it through this together. Um, I had to stay positive and it affected me because I had to mentally check myself and set an example in the mood for the team as a leader. Um, no one had a playbook for this. Nobody knew exactly what to do or how to do it. And so it affected me um, in leadership in a way that made me work extra hard for my team to make sure they were taken care of. How things went? Well, we were able to get our team members hours at the hospital. Um, every day we worked extremely hard to make sure that um, our team members were at least getting some hours. They weren't getting 40 hours a week. Um, what we were doing is we were trying to uh, rotate. We, we had a skeleton crew at all these centers um, for cancer patients, for emergency patients. Um, and then people that wanted to get hours at the hospital were able to go up there and um, screen, do housekeeping, um, do whatever the hospital needed to help get people through the, through some times. Um, for example, <laughs> this is one of the funnier stories. Um, two of my guys were basically put into the maintenance department, and their job was to uh, take wheelchairs and um, kind of if there were stuff that was broken or uh, two wheelchairs or three wheelchairs and there were there were pieces that were bent or whatnot, um, they were there to take them apart and reassemble them so that you would come out with a full uh, wheelchair. And so um, I worked with our um, screening pool uh, with my recruiter, actually. My, um, my HR recruiter was in charge of helping with the rec recruiter pool. And so every day I would call in the day before, get a list of people, um, I would try to rotate people between the centers so they would get some hours and then the um, the actual hospital itself so that 
even if they weren't getting 40 hours, they're getting me as many hours as they can. And, and I was actively doing that. So, um, one of my guys was a housekeeper. It's kind of funny. Uh, he was on the floor, uh, mopping the floors at the floor, uh, on one of the patient care floors. And one of the, the doctors behind the desk was trying to figure out what to order for an MRI. And so he's mopping the floor and he leans over and says, Hey, you might want to order this. This is probably what you're looking for. And she gave him a really weird look. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm an MRI tech. I promise. I'm not just some guy off of the floor giving medical advice. Um, it was just funny because it was just a random situation where um, he was at the right place and somebody was asking an MRI question. And he was just like, hey, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm mopping, but hey, I know what I'm talking about with the MRI stuff. He's, so, um, you know, we've got some stories from that. It, uh, it definitely, uh, it went better than I was expecting. Um, and how I can judge that is, um, when we started opening back up, uh, one of my texts, he stopped me, uh, and he thanked me and he said, Hey, you know, Steven, you didn't have to do this. Um, I know a lot of other people didn't do this for their team members. They just kind of let them go on the whim and say, good luck and hope you you know can make it. Um, but he really saw the extra effort that I put out and put in and, it meant more to him because of that. And how are things going? I truly believe that the people that were with me uh, on my team during the pandemic, we were a stronger team. We were able to get through it together. Um, I was able to kind of show that as a leader, I'm not just all talking points and you know running my mouth. I will do what I can to make sure that they're taken care of and that you're taken care of. Um, and cause you're, you're part of my team. That's, that's how I operate. Um, so I think I, I can honestly say right now, um, my core leaders, my lead techs, my chief techs, uh, we're, we're, we're more in tune with each other. We're more in sync with each other. We're, we're all, um, going the right direction. Um, I had a conversation with one of my leads the other day. She's like, uh, like, do you hate me? Do you hate that I argue with us? I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't hate you. And I don't think, you know, poorly of you when you argue with me. Because I know at the, at the end of the day, your thoughts behind what you're thinking, none of that is to be spiteful. And none of that is to be condescending. Your your thoughts and your opinions never once cross cross my mind as someone who is trying to do bad or do ill will towards me. It's all coming from a good spot. So I feel, I feel like my team, um, even though we're dysfunctional, <laughs> we are all coming from a good spot. So I feel like we are hitting on all cylinders. Finally, we're, we're in the same, going the same direction, road them, but the same direction. And we've got a lot of cool stuff happening for us. So why are you focusing on the frontline leadership post COVID? Good question. Um, the reason why I'm doing it is because I feel like um, the pandemic has seen a lot of upheaval in our industry. Um, we've seen a lot of uh, things change. Uh, people get into positions that um, maybe they weren't ready for or didn't know they should get into. Um, we've seen people leave the industry. Um, we've seen some people graduate and all they've experienced is clinical rotations during the pandemic. Um, and so what my hope is and what my thoughts and dreams are with this podcast is that I get information out to people so that they can 
be better frontline leaders. Um, we're not CEOs. We're not upper management. We're, we're in the trenches. Um, I did the schedule on Friday, and I went and started an IV on a patient who they were having a hard time getting. Um, we're um, covering shifts and taking x-rays at a center where I had a call in while I'm also in the budget meetings and talking about our next uh, expansion and our new center that's opening up. So us frontline leaders, um, we're unique. Um, I, was, I was having a conversation on Friday about this. Uh, I'm not a polished um, you know, person who uh, is dressed all nice and knows all the words and speaks perfect English and uh, is, is out there you know, selling our product or whatnot. I'm someone who I'll get the job done. Are you here with me? Cool. Let's do it together. Let's work and let's just get it done. Um, and I like that. I like where I'm at. I am in the trenches with my team and I'm fighting for my team every day. So what I hope is, um, what I hope is I can give hope to people and maybe some, you know, help as well, because we're in this together. Pandemic's not over. We're still, experiencing the after effects of the acute pandemic and now we're post pandemic and we're still dealing with healthcare issues, staffing, pay, um, people, even the, the, um, industry, um, people that are, that are staying or, Hey, we've all got anxiety over it. It's all there. So I'm hoping at the end of the day, people can get something out of this and, uh, be better for it. So that's why I'm doing it. All right. So that's the end of our first episode. I do appreciate y'all spending time with me and uh, getting to know me a little bit better and kind of hearing why I'm doing this and what's going on. So a few shout outs, Uh, shout out to Jenny. Thank you for sending those questions in. Uh, she's going to be asking a lot of questions and uh, discussions. I might even have her on and we'll do a interview and just a chat. Uh, I seem to like those a lot better than uh, some of the stuff, but I haven't been podcasting that long. So uh, another shout out. The intro music and the outro music here is third generation apple pie recipe by Copper and the Franks. Uh, these guys have recorded a few songs for me and I wanted to give them a shout out. So and then the little diddlies between the stuff is me just playing on bass. So uh, thanks, everyone, for supporting me. Uh, thanks for uh, submitting your um, topics you want to talk about. And I look forward to uh, chatting with everybody and uh, getting feedback. And let's, let's get through this together. Have a good one. Thanks. Thanks.